Okay, so what is the third action we need to take when we're getting engaged in an environmental project, uh, whether it's our own or somebody else's? The first step, the action step we looked at was building a core team. The next action was looking at the stakeholders, the relevant stakeholders and the importance and analyzing them. And number three is to identify partners and advisors. And as always with partners, whether it's in marriage or whatever respect, there's quite a complex issue. It's not a simple thing. And certain things that need to be taken care of specifically when it comes to environmental conservation projects. Um, he has a, a quote from David Letterman. People say New Yorkers can't get along. Not true. I saw two New Yorkers, complete strangers, sharing a cab. One guy took the tires and radio, and the other guy took the engine. So for a successful partnership, these are some of the, the issues and some of the things we need to be thinking about. Uh, we need to be strategic about who you choose as your partner. Obviously, that is the first step. Strategically, is it good for you? The next thing is thinking of diversity. Like who has what you don't have? Who can add new perspectives, insights, and ideas? You don't want to get a lot of people that are very similar. You want diversity because that will give you a greater set of ideas. Remember, the mutual respect and trust, this is the most thing. This is what really matters. Identify roles and responsibilities before you begin the work. These are critical things to think about. Otherwise, problems will come up and will be come bigger and bigger. The thing is, like identifying roles and responsibilities up front. The start, and at the start, define what each partner can bring to the relationship and what each partner, also what they need, so how they complement each other. Develop a process for making decisions. Decide who has the final say on what. So look, at the end of the day, you're going to have a process of decision-making, but you're going to have to have somebody who takes a final judgment, makes a final call. Get important agreements in writing, including how you will share information. Show courage. Address conflict directly. Don't let problems fester. And as you know, in all relationships, this is a thing is communication. It's a really big deal. Um, and, you know, having a method to, to set about when things start to go sideways to immediately address them is, is also very key. So these are some of the successful things that you need to be thinking about to make this partnership work. Um, another success strategy is uh, have an exit strategy. Uh, you know, is this partnership forever? Is it a little, what sort of period is it? And, and really nothing's forever. So you need to have an exit strategy. Uh, play to each other's strengths. Look to share purpose, passion, and vision, or enough to make it work. Um, you, if you do get enough purpose and passion and a clear vision, that, that is a real driving force. Give credit where credit is due. I pay attention to power, equity, and words. If you're the larger partner, remember to do what you can to equalize the partnership and always be respectful um, in what you say and how you act. Now there's another thing to think about with this partnership. When you get, you know, if you get stuck, hire someone to help unstick you, okay? Um, someone, you know, you might mean hiring a facilitator, a mediator, uh, a trusted colleague, somebody who can help get you guys, get the team moving again. Have patience. 
work with partners can take time and a lot of effort. It might be easier to go it alone, but usually it's not. It's not better. I, I would say definitely projects. To run a project is a team team game, same as a business. You, it's a team sport. You need a certain number of players. You can do quite a lot yourself, especially today with technology. But you, you're not going to have the same uh, amount of uh, perspective and and data on your own as you are with several other minds. Okay, celebrate success and don't wait until the end of the project. Look, as things as you get milestones, as you get successes, you need to celebrate them. Look for opportunities to celebrate small wins along the way. As, as well as the ultimate success, obviously, at the end of the project. So those are some things you need to be thinking about to make sure that that partnership is successful. And here are some foundational elements. The, 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 we talk about these to, to understand the, the real foundation of what goes into a partnership. Compelling vision. You know, partnerships and members and leaders who can develop compelling visions with a strong sense of purpose uh, that defines the problems to be addressed and the strategies to be used is critically important. And strong participatory leadership. Leaders need to demonstrate their eagerness to build shared ownership of the problem and the outcomes. They need to understand and address the partnership and communicate it in an inspiring way. Shared problem definition and approach. So this will repeat that a shared problem definition and approach. The partners need to agree upon the nature of the problem the desired results, the analytical framework to be used, and the appropriate actions and strategies to be implemented. Power equity is vital that all parties respect uh, the value of their contributions, as well as the acquisition and organization of the needs to feel it can be a direct influence, the direction of the focus, and the partnership of vision and strategy. And Number five, you, you need independence and a complement and, and, and complementarity. Early on, partners need to recognize their independence. Each partner begin, you know, will bring skills, knowledge, and resources to the partnership. They complement those of the other members. Uh, partners need to see that together the alliance can create a new value. So we're hoping that this the sum of the parts will be greater than the whole once you build a strong team and specifically with partners, as I say, partners, um, associated partners and, and, and the, the direct and indirect involvement. Number six that we can think about is clarity of needs. Partners come to the table, not only because of their commitment to the cause and what they believe and, and they can contribute, but also because of the ways in which they will benefit from the participation. So those need to be thought about a mutual accountability given that interdependence of partnerships, success depends upon each contributing member fulfilling their responsibility and commitments in a timely fashion. This can't be stressed enough. It's no good having people saying they're going to do certain things and then they don't get around to doing them by the given dates. And people come to meetings often and they haven't done what they said they were going to do and it then throws the whole timeline out. It causes a lot of problems, so that needs to be addressed. So, however, partnerships with agreed upon norms and sanctions, along with the willingness to exercise sanction, are better able to hold members accountable than those appealing only to goodwill. So you, if you have some kind of a, a system and a sanctions and, and accountability and responsibility, it's far better than, than just goodwill. 
those are some of the foundational elements. Then we just need to think about some sustaining elements to sustain this partnerships, uh, the A partnership or many partnerships. And attention to process. Partnerships need to reach agreement on guidelines that help address factors such as a communication uh, among members, decision making, and uh, multicultural and you know nonverbal communication, conflict resolution, power differentials, and and giving and receive feedback. Another sustaining element is communication linkages. It is wise to create the you know dense webs of of links among the partners and <coughs> sorry at senior and you know operational levels and to make sure that there's there's a frequent flow and in-depth information the sharing that goes on um you know this is one of the ways that you can really address the scope of talent that's available in your in your partnerships and the skills that each partner can contribute explicit decision making process your members must establish clear agreements on the way partners will make decisions so while needing to be efficient and the decision-making process must also allow for active participation and consensus building. Another sustaining element, trust, respect, and commitment. And you'll know in any partnership, without trust, you, 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 everything falls apart. So that trust, respect, and commitment in creating complete trust and commitment takes time and requires a number of actions. Among uh, these are people doing what they say they will do, listening with the intent to understand what others are saying, understanding and protecting the interests of all members, sharing success with others, taking responsibility for mistakes. Credit and recognition, very important parts of sustaining a, a, sustaining a, a partnership. Now, partnerships you know, that sustain motivation and achieve quality results are able to reward people justly and fairly for their successful efforts. Agreements must be reached on how partnerships share visibility, authorship, funding, and intellectual rights. And that can become a really big problem if it's not addressed up front or as things are happening, that people get the recognition for what they've done within a project and people understand their values. It may be also worthwhile thinking about a board, an external board, especially if you can get the kind of status uh, um, board members that gives you huge credibility out there. So these are important things in, in building partnerships. Um, board members obviously can also give good advice, but it can also give you open a lot of doors for you. So that is something well worth thinking about. Wherever we live and whatever we do, we all make decisions and take actions that directly impact on the structure and quality of the world we inhabit. And that's by Peter Martin. So these have been very important uh, situations and, and steps, action steps, should I say, that we need to take. Um, I mentioned the team, the core team, building a team, building sub-teams, stakeholders, those that are for you, those that are against you. And I've talked about partners and the importance of partnerships and how to maintain them and sustain them and, and make the best of them. Next time, what we're going to do is we're going to um, look at action step number four, where we're going to gather the facts and figures, which is critical to understanding the in, in, in real depth of what you're doing with your project and what you're trying to achieve and how you're going to achieve it. You need to have some facts and figures, and we'll go into that next time. So as usual, I'm John Harris, and you've been listening to the Exponential Radio, and I hope that uh, if you like to get some of the back issues, you can go to johnarthurharris.blogspot.com, and you can always go there and get some of the back issues. 
and you know if you want to take part or comment if you feel welcome uh, on on the blog until next episode have a great day